Who are you? It's a short question packed with possibilities. Many people share their names. My name is Kara Darling. My name is Benjamin Pagel. I am Chris Munstock. Where they live. And I'm from Muskego, Wisconsin. Or what job they have. Seventh and eighth grade teacher. I'm the principal here at Paradato Savers Luton School. As children, our understanding of self, who we are, how we fit into the world, is shaped in part by the interactions we have with others. Think of a time in your life when someone said something encouraging to you as a child. Or the opposite. Can you recall a moment when the words of a parent or a teacher cut a deep wound into your heart? How did those interactions shape how you viewed yourself? As Christians, we have the blessing of knowing that our sense of self, our understanding of who we are, is found in God and who he says we are. But someone had to first share that message with us. In today's episode, we're looking at how one Lutheran school in Peridot, Arizona, is giving children the tools they need to see themselves how God sees them, as his loved, redeemed children and how a recent Builders for Christ project at the school is helping lay the foundation for even more children and their families to be impacted by this work. Hi, I'm Kimberly Jarris, and you're listening to Shared Voices, a podcast by Kingdom Workers, where we explore how our individual lives are part of God's larger story. Before I get any further, I just want a quick thank you for listening. This is the very first podcast episode, and I am thrilled to be sharing it with you today. I've been wanting to do this for a really long time now, and the fact that I'm sitting here recording still doesn't feel quite real, but it is. My hope is that with each of these episodes, you'll gain a deeper understanding of how our work at Kingdom Workers, the people who volunteer, and the communities we serve, and beyond, are all part of God's larger story his story of redemption. So, without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Part 1. The Foundation So one thing that is is uh, very neat here is you don't have to convince anybody that there's a God, but who the true God is is something that, that is a little bit more challenging. That's Ben Poggle speaking. Ben is the principal at Our Savior's Lutheran School in Peridot, Arizona. If you're also wondering where Peridot is, don't worry, you're not alone. I had no idea Peridot existed. And neither did I. But if you look at a map, you'll see that Peridot is located two hours east of Phoenix. It's a community of about 15,000 people, half an hour from the next nearest town. The landscape there is striking. Peridot sits in a desert landscape where cacti-filled plains run towards towering mountains of red, white, and tan earth. Now, getting to Peridot from Phoenix was a journey. I had to get real comfortable with my fear of heights as we drove along the winding mountain passes, but we made it there safely. And I couldn't help but be in awe of the beauty of the place. Nestled along a hillside, you'll find Our Savior's Lutheran. It's a series of single-storied buildings that overlook a ring of mountains colored purple by the haze and distance. I'll be honest, seeing a school like this in the literal middle of a desert piqued my interest. I was curious how this school got started, and it turns out that this very location has a special history. Ben explains. The first missionaries uh, for the wells were here in Peridot, 
And that was 1893. We had a couple guys, uh, to be to be honest with you, just you can see the Lord's work. I played because there was absolutely no reason to send two people to, uh, you know, Arizona wasn't a state, still a territory, but you can see they did it and it worked out. I later learned that the missionaries developed a close connection to the local chiefs on the Apache Reservation. Through that relationship, 10 acres of land were donated to be part of the school. You can kind of see the ages of the buildings here. Uh, so all the tufa stone is, is not always original, but like this is 1908, I should say the, the earlier part. That behind the dumpster, that other tufa stone, that was the original kindergarten room. That's really kind of shifted. It's, it's not perfectly stable right now, so it's kind of more storage. And then behind that garage, way in the corner, mm -hmm. is another old house. I think it's, it's like 19, 1912, 19, something like that. I gotta write down these dates. One. Those are some of the original ones. And this was, I think, in the 20s. And then the brick was in the uh, 40s or 50s. And then the, the uh, stucco, the, that's only our fourth year in that building, so that was... That. The buildings were almost a collage of the school's history, marking its growth over time, showing how the people who worked at the school kept trying to do all they could to meet the needs of the children they served. And as we walked through each of the classrooms, I saw kids just being kids, learning math, doing writing projects, and playing with one another. It was clear to me that there was something special about this school, about how it was sharing the gospel. I was shocked to learn that over 60% of residents in Peridot hold no religious affiliation. Those that do often practice traditional beliefs or a blend of many different religious practices. Their culture is something that they honor very much. That's Jim Bublitz, one of the Kingdom Workers Builders for Christ project managers who worked on the project in Peridot. Mm -hmm. And you have to be very, very careful on some of the things that you say and do. When you talk about Christ and you talk about um, Jesus to people, you have to remember their tradition. And some of it, um, they call traditions. And we have to be real careful not to insult that, that tradition mm -hmm. when we talk about praising the Lord. Suddenly, Ben's earlier comment. One thing that is is uh, very neat here is you don't have to convince anybody that there's a God, but who the true God is is something that, that is a little bit more challenging. Started to make sense. I learned that the students at Our Savior don't all come from Christian homes. Sometimes families send their children to the school simply because they know their child will get a better education there than at a local grade school or middle school near them. And what this does is create an incredible opportunity for teachers and staff at Our Saviors to not only introduce young kids to Jesus, but their families as well. And connecting these students to their Savior is a massive blessing, especially considering the reality that many families in Peridot live in. Definitely some of the, the struggles here is, is living in poverty. I mean, that's really real. In fact, 35% of people living in Peridot live in poverty. The average household income is only $40,000 a year. And, and you know, teaching, teaching students in poverty is, is definitely a challenge that, again, uh, really something I had to learn and, and work on as well as our staff here. And, but that also turns into a blessing because, uh, you know, despite some of the challenges that people are living with, their, their work ethic can, can really be great 
their zeal for for the Christian faith can be something that's inspiring and something that we can work, you know, obviously build on and and you know be right there with them teaching that and and things like that. So you know, really the challenge turns into a strength with with learning together and and having that common goal to spread God's word is is for sure the greatest benefit. One thing the Lord has blessed us here is we have a nice, great, safe environment, and the kids really take to that. You know, I, I wouldn't say anybody would really come up and say thank you for that, but you can see in their actions, you can see how they how they treat one another. Not that we don't have any issues here ever, but but really, truly, uh, the Christian culture that we have built here, the Lord has blessed, thanks to the hard work of our staff, our, our, our school board, and our students. That definitely shows and is definitely appreciated by, by parents and students alike. Ben told me this, that they get disappointed when they have a Friday or a Monday off or they have vacation. They come there to school not only to learn, but this is a sanctuary for them. Like Ben and Jim shared, establishing a Christian environment takes dedicated, passionate teachers. Part 2. The Building I am Chris Munstock, seventh and eighth grade teacher. The kids are the root of the mission. You know, I, I didn't want to be a teacher. I wanted to be a, a, a Lutheran teacher mm-hmm. um, because, you know, the gospel is the thing that changes hearts, and being able to share that with not only the students but also any relatives and and uh, anybody I come in contact with. You know, um, it's 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 how I enjoy living my life. I just, um, we moved into the north side um, just a few months ago, so awesome. it's been great. I That's my third building here. Okay. Started out in the trailer, <laughs> then another uh, house, and then that one, so it's been a real mm-hmm. blessing. And that isn't a unique situation here at the school. Finding adequate and sufficient housing is kind of a major challenge. Chris shares why. Because we are guests on the Apache Reservation, uh, the other housing is reserved for members, enrolled tribal members, so we are um, not able to live anywhere else but right here on campus. So uh, it was given to the, the Synod 125 years ago, 128 years ago, so uh, we kind of have to make do with the land we have. And that's where our Builders for Christ volunteers were able to help. My name is Jeff Allman, and I'm Director of Construction for Kingdom Workers. Um, initially, we were working with Builders for Christ, looking for projects, and I was spending time down on the reservation working with the DIY programs. And Dan Rautenberg is the director for all the churches on the Apache Reservation. Um, he mentioned that they had a lot of needs down in Peridot that maybe Builders for Christ could get plugged into and help construct a duplex. This was back in 2020 right before everything was shut down. After pausing the project for safety, work was able to begin, but it wasn't without its challenges. You know, we are not immune to any of the uh, shipping delays and, and, you know, price uh, increases on on everything from a nail to a piece of plywood to, uh, you know, anything you can think of. So the challenge with getting volunteers into Arizona is you've got to cross the Rocky Mountains and our volunteers tend to haul their RVs. Um, and it's, if you've been through the Rocky Mountains, it's not an easy trek with a, just a vehicle, much less a travel trailer that's 30 feet long or 35 feet long. So there are challenges associated with that. 
and it's not a short drive. You're looking at 35, 40 hours to drive down to the reservation area. So you're talking about two, three days of travel. So those are some of the challenges that we've had and it's much warmer down there. Well, first of all, this, this project uh, was quite a bit more unique. That's Jim Bublitz again. Because we um, literally did this from the ground up. We built uh, the foundation uh, and did all the plumbing and the electric of the, of the building. The only thing we didn't do was the, uh, the air conditioning and the heating. So it was all done by Builders for Christ. We had um, an interesting time trying to get some um, equipment. Um, we, we had to uh, get it sometimes from Phoenix when we needed a sky lift. Um, we had trouble getting materials, and the, the problem, real serious, was is when we were building the walls, we were told we would have our trusses delivered, and then we found out the place that makes the trusses, all of a sudden found out it was for a Lutheran school, and we got pushed back to July, and this is, we're talking oh, February, wow. Wow. and uh, so we... Uh, I have a, a co-partner there, um, Paul, and he spent a lot of time on the phone and found um, trusses through Menards in Kansas, had them delivered on Easter Sunday. So we went to sunrise service out on the Mesa and uh, came home, changed our clothes, and the truck pulled in about an hour later, and we started putting trusses up on Easter morning. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, was, it, was a, it was an experience. During his time on the project, Jim got to know the teachers and the students. These children, as we meet them, were over there as builders for Christ. They'd come and view our work, and uh, they would look around and they'd write their name on the on before we put the drywall up or the or the walls. Uh, and they would write their name on on the mm -hmm. uh, the the wood, and uh, we would help them, and mm -hmm. and they would write a uh, maybe a Bible verse or something. Yeah. And just to, to spend that time with them and to see them smile, they appreciated what we did, mm -hmm. and they appreciate their teachers. Despite all the challenges, the duplex buildings were completed in early 2022, and they have been a blessing to everyone at the school, for teachers like Chris. When, when the teachers and, and staff are comfortable and able to put more work into preparation and um, it comes off in their attitude, it comes off in everything and then it, and it goes right into the classroom and the students are better prepared and, and, and learn the gospel even more efficiently. Which means the world to students like Kyle. I'm just really glad that teachers from Martin Luther College are willing to come down here and teach in Peridot because they don't have to come down here and teach. They could just go somewhere else and teach at a different school, but I'm thankful that they're willing to come down here and teach. And to students like Jamie. Here's Jim sharing the story. One of the teachers related to me, uh, to all of us at, at the builders over there, uh, about she had a second grader who came to school regularly, loved school, and was just a great student. Um, and she said to her one day, she said, I'm the only Christian in my family. Oh, wow. My my father is a witch doctor, and my mother follows that, and uh, my brothers and sisters uh, don't participate in school. Wow. They go to the public school, but when they get to be a little older, they don't even bother going to school. Wow. And she is just proud to be a Christian. Part three, going forward. 
five, ten years, uh, definitely the hope is is that thanks to the Lord's blessings and 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 continued help from entities like Kingdom Workers and Builders for Christ, as well as you know everybody across the wells. That I don't mean to go off a tangent here, but I mean there's so many amazing people all the way up from the president of the wells and the World Mission Board, all the way to you know incredible people that that write us letters and and um, tell us that they're praying for us. I mean, it, I guess what I mean it's it's a huge team effort from from all those people all the way down to the you know the kindergartners putting a nickel and dime in the offering baskets, you know, and 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 those schools sending their mission offerings to us. All of it helps and goes goes right into the ministry here that is going the five ten year goal here. You know, we got some pretty lofty goals, I think, but with the Lord keep blessing us, I, I think there's goals we can attain. Goals like having one teacher per grade and expanding the number of students that can come to the school. When I got here five years ago, there. No, seven years ago. That's bad. <laughs> seven years ago, um, it was a staff of four, and we wow. had you know seventy-five students and multiple grade grades for each teacher. And now we're at you know going to be about one hundred and fifty, sixty next year with uh, maybe one teacher per grade. So mm-hmm. it's incredible to see the way the Lord has blessed the mission. And um, with growth, there's always opportunities and, and issues but it's good problems so mm-hmm. the housing the duplex has been such a blessing and um you know it's it's a remote location and having somebody who who's coming from college or wherever and and to say hey here's a brand new duplex for you to to move into is it, it's such a blessing and our builders for christ volunteers will be there to help with additional projects i say once you visit peridot you're addicted because you get to know the mission there. Mm-hmm. The teachers um, and the pastors there are so dedicated, and it's so hard work for them. And they, they have, they, they're, it's an uphill struggle all the time. Mm-hmm. But they do it with a smile and the Lord in their heart. We, we appreciate them very much. And we're thankful to be part of that work. You know, as far as it goes, I talk about a lot of the, the challenges and blessings here, but I'd I really need uh, you guys to know how, how much Kingdom Work and the Village for Christ has, has aided that. Uh, it set us up well, with the, specifically with the duplexes, and, and already planning for a second one coming up here in, in January 2023. And I really couldn't have even looked at that without your guys' help with Kingdom Workers and Builders for Christ and the amazing relationships we've had with the people that come down. And again, obviously in the, the structures and the buildings that, that really could not have been done without the work of Kingdom Workers and Builders for Christ teaming up with our team here. It just it wouldn't have happened. That's all for today's show. I'm Kimberly Jarris, and you've been listening to Shared Voices from Kingdom Workers. This podcast was produced by me with underscore music by a variety of artists on Soundstripe. The opening and closing song was written and produced by Jack Boatman. Special thank you to Benjamin Pagel, Jim Bublitz, Chris Munstock, Jeff Allman, Kyle Othi. You can support work like this by heading to our website at kingdomworkers.com and making a donation online. You can also learn more about how you can volunteer with us by going to kingdomworkers.com volunteer. Thanks so much.